the next Spider-Man movie keeps getting more and more intriguing with news and speculation of actors from prior movies in the franchise signing on to the project. What does this all mean? I'm Roger Chang and this is your Daily Charge. With me is our resident geeking comic book expert, Sean Keen. Sean, welcome. Twip, and thank you for having me. <laughs> so let, let's kind of get into it and just to maybe give our listeners who aren't intimate Spider-Man fans a bit of context, maybe talk a little bit about the Spider-Verse, because this is that that notion of this multiple, multiple alternate realities that conceivably could accommodate all these older characters coming back to the franchise. Talk a little bit about that and and what you're expecting there. So we've already got a cinematic Spider-Verse from 2018's Into the Spider-Verse, which brought a bunch of animated Spider-Man characters uh, together in Miles Morales' universe. But the rumors suggest that we're going to get a live-action cinematic Spider-Man universe with with the original cinematic Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire, follow-up Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland coming together, uh, and possibly in the MCU? Yeah, and th- I think th- I think the, that's the, the big difference in, in why there might be some confusion. You know, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is essentially one reality, right, where multiple characters uh, coexist in this shared universe. The, the Spider-Verse is a little bit different, right? It, it's not that they're all in the same reality. They're all in multiple realities, and they're kind of hopping between, I guess, dimensions. I don't know what the exact term is. And that's how they would act. That's that's how you would have an Andrew Garfield and a Tom Holland Spider-Man interacting with each other, correct? Right, yes. And there's a lot of uh, precedent for this in the comic books where Spider-Men of various realities have come together and they've all been quite different or some of them have been quite similar. Uh and there have been multiple like comic book events based on this. So it makes sense to do it in the MCU, kind of. Yeah, it's, it seems like an interesting and I guess logical next step when you're trying to get, when you're trying to follow up to a movie as big as Avengers Endgame, where you've got all these multiple characters. How do the next standalone movies escalate things from there and one one way obviously is to introduce new characters like they're trying to do with like shang chi and uh, the eternals but with some of these existing franchises i guess they're trying to blow each one of these individual movies up so they they kind of have the same heft as avengers right right and i guess avengers endgame was so big and it brought together pretty much everyone who'd been in the mcu up to that point like it's hard to top that so bringing together people from other universes uh makes sense and in spider-man far from home uh mysterio mentioned a multiverse now mysterio was later revealed to be a big liar but it kind of planted that concept in people's heads so we're primed for it and then uh, we have coming up Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which suggests that this multiverse concept is going to become a reality within this universe. Yeah, it seemed like that was, I mean, it's really on the nose right there. It's in the title, Multiverse. And yeah, do you think that Marvel intentionally seeded that idea in Far From Home, the the idea that there is this multiverse that in that movie ended up being BS, but really was Marvel's way of kind of setting up that 
you know, that idea, that notion, so people can start digging into it and researching and understanding that concept before they even actually officially introduce it. Right. In most cases, I'd say, no, nah, they just kind of are just making it up as they go. But Marvel has generally seemed to have a plan, uh, which makes me think, or it gives me, it makes me give them enough credit that this could be the idea. And Spider-Man makes a lot of sense because he has such a rich cinematic history, which stretches back to 2002. And there have been three successful cinematic Spider-Man. People would vary on how successful the Amazing Spider-Man movies were, but they, they did well enough. And I think because they came like a, a number of years apart, there'll be fans who've grown up with each of those Spider-Men. And so this will tap into that sense of nostalgia. Definitely. I know that I'm a, a huge, huge fan of the Sam Raimi Spider-Man. That's sort of, that was kind of in the sweet spot of when I started watching comic book movies. And, and Spider-Man 2 still for me is one of the finest comic book movies. The, the original Spider-Man 2, not the amazing Spider-Man, but uh, the, you know, the, the one with Alfred Molina, who Alfred Molina you know, as we're, we're here now, is likely to be in this upcoming movie. Um, has me very excited. He was probably one of the better villains I've seen in any comic book comic book movie. Yeah, uh, it, he is amazing in that movie. It's just so much dimension to that character. Uh, he also, spoiler alert for a 2004 movie, died in that movie. So it's like, who knows what they're going to do? Like, they could jump to different points in the timeline of that universe who even knows right and so i mean we've got other we've got other characters right jamie fox is electro you said andrew garfield toby mcguire uh kirsten dunce uh as mary jane watson uh so lots of different characters i'm curious what uh i kind of want to get your your kind of theories on what this all means and and how you know a movie can pack in so many different characters but at the same time be compelling because there, there gets a point where there's there's so many characters that you you stand the risk of just having bloat and it's just basically you know a, a nonstop cameo tour which no one really wants to see we think we want to see that but it actually makes for kind of a terrible movie right and yeah so that was the danger i felt with avengers infinity war and endgame and that didn't happen they were cleverly enough written and also long enough to to let the characters breathe. But they were all familiar characters from recent movies where like you're with Spider-Man, you'd be bringing back a bunch of characters from movies that a lot of people wouldn't have seen in a long time. And so it's hard to know how they'd be meaningful. Like The idea of like hopping towards the, to each of these de- dimensions, it doesn't sound super appealing. I mean, it does, but it, it, doesn't sound like it would necessarily make a great storyline or make you really care about the characters again. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of, I guess what I'm hoping for is the, you know, there was a recent crossover, not recent, I guess it was the uh, it was the end of last year, beginning of this year, the Crisis on Infinite Earth crossover on here in the US, at least the CW network with all those various DC comic shows, you know, Green Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, uh, The Flash, and you know, they, they had kind of made a lot of waves about casting all these different cameos, and there were a ton, but it ended up being that these cameos lasted, you know, five seconds, ten seconds. 
you know, just enough for them to come in, kind of wink a little bit and, and kind of shuffle off. Uh, I imagine, I wonder if that's sort of what this is going to be, where you've got all these different characters, these different high profile actors and characters coming back, but really it's just for kind of an extended, or do you actually think that there'll be some substance that like the Andrew Garfield, Tom Holland and Tobey Maguire Spider-Man will all at some point fight together? I yeah see that's what we were all thinking like we all watch like a situation where like they like one of them punches a guy the other kicks them and the other one like webs them up that would be amazing and <laughs> that's what we all want to see and Marvel knows that and Sony which owns the rights to cinematic Spider-Man knows that too so why not why not make that happen somehow? Well, beyond that, I'm just curious what you're seeing the casting news, seeing the fact that they're they're likely going to play into the multiverse. Like, what do you want to see? What are sort of the what's on your wish list of you know images, stories, or just ideas that you want to see come to life on screen? I would really like to see them do something interesting with Topher Grace Venom. Um, he he has he has not been rumored to be coming back yet, <laughs> and people don't love Spider Man Three. Though I would argue that it's a better film than people thought it was at the time. It was certainly bloated. I also just don't think it was terrible. Um, it's a lot better than Amazing Spider Man Two. I, I would just like to see him come back. Like Venom has a huge amount of cachet. Um, now I'm thinking about a Venomverse where Topher Grace Venom meets Tom Hardy Venom. I would I would see that. I, I mean, I, I, I really hated that movie. I hated Spider-Man 3 and I didn't like the Topher Grace interpretation of Venom. But I also didn't like the Tom Hardy one too. So maybe I just don't like Venom in general. I, I don't know. But I w- it is intriguing to me to have both characters in the same movie. Um, I I don't know if that like you said he's not Topher Grace isn't rumored to come back. Um, although if I'm Sony, I would be itching to get the Tom Hardy version in there. If nothing else, for for pure marketing or promotional purposes, right? Yeah, it makes sense. Like they own the rights to that character, and they want to that that just to explode and getting him in there and associating him more with the the MCU would just work well for them. Definitely. All right. Well, thanks for indulging me in this uh, this little session where we geek out about all the different Spider-Man character casting news. Uh, I guess just lastly, if, uh, just to leave us there, anything else you want to drop? Any other theories or, or you know, wish list items that you want to see? So this is another aside, but you mentioned the Crisis on Infinite Earths uh, CW crossover. There is also the the Flashpoint Batman thing with Michael Keaton Batman apparently bringing together the DC cinematic multiverse in a in the same way. And I would I would liken Batman to Spider Man in terms of their weight to each of the respected universes and. It does seem odd that this is happening at a very similar time. That's a really good point. I kind of, you know, in all this casting news, I kind of forgot about the DC universe that they're trying to, I guess, rebuild or re-cobble together. Um, yeah, it's. It will, I guess we're getting to a point where these alternate universes within cinematic universes will become a standard thing. 
Right. And so as a, to jump back to the point we made earlier about uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, that also reintroduced J. Jonah Jameson uh, as played by J.K. Simmons, who played him in the Tobey Maguire movies. Uh, and we don't know what the deal is with him. For all we know, as it stands, he could be from the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man universe. Oh, yeah. Leaves you, leaves you thinking about the possibilities. Um, well, fortunately, we've got many, many years, well, not years, but we've got a lot of time to figure out or, or contemplate what this all means. Sean, thanks for your time. You can check out all of our Spider-Man coverage on CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign up for direct text messages from me by heading to cnet.co slash daily charge. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and rate the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.